And hello, good people of the internet. It is I, Tommy Kelly. This is the monthly 40 servants, one card divinations that I do for patrons over on Patreon. If you want in on it, just join up to Patreon at any level. And the first of every month, I put up a post asking you for your questions that I then put to the 40 servants, pick a card and interpret it in whatever way my brain is working at that moment. So we have a number of questions this month. So we're going to go straight on into it. Not that you can tell, but this is the monochrome version of the deck, which uh, there's a video coming out which will tell you all about that. So, the first question from Sarah. What should I be aware of this month? So we have the Saint. So, you should be aware that there is probably some things that you can't do on your own. That you will need help in some way, the help of an expert or you know, the intercession of someone else. There's someone to speak on your behalf or to do something on your behalf. And that's, you know, just something that you have to be aware of and be okay with. And not try to do everything just by yourself. Um, that if there is something that someone would be more suited to do, then get them to do it. Like, say, for instance, I don't know, putting up a shelf or something like that. If you're good at putting up shelves, then you should put up your shelf. If someone you know, your brother, your mother, your sister, is better at putting up shelves, ask them. Or whatever it is, is the case. That if there's someone, if rather than just doing everything by yourself look for assistance or intercession, or if someone is in a better place to put in a good word from you, that for you, then do so. Vincent, what is blocking my spiritual progress? The media. So what I would say, Vince, is what you're allowing what other people think of you or your public image or the thing that you're presenting to the world to be the thing, and that's the thing that is blocking your spiritual path, according to the 47s. Um, that you're maybe too concerned about how it would look, maybe in a negative way like that, you go, oh, well, what would people say if they knew I was into spirituality? Or even a, a, in a more negative way, um, trying to impress people with your spirituality. Or, you know, like wearing it as a badge or wearing it as, you know, something to laud over people or like to impress, you know, that rather than it being a, a kind of something, not necessarily you do in private, I don't think you should hide it either. Although, you know, depending on, depending on my mood, I might, I might uh, say something different. But yeah, just have a think about what it is that you're worried about or presenting to the world around your spirituality that could be in some way heeding it or blocking it or hindering it even. Okay. Grayson, what do I need to pay attention to this month? Contemplator. So, you need to pay attention to... It's kind of a call to say not to pay attention to in a certain way. Because the Contemplator is more about, in one level, about letting your problems or the things that you're worrying about just go in order for the other part of you to kind of mull it over and, and come up with a solution. It's kind of like the left brain, right brain kind of thing. You have to, in one sense, Give the, the, the part of your brain, the thinking analytical part of your brain, something to do while 
the other part of it can, can, can have a go. It's like, you know, when you're trying to think of the name of an actor or something that you see, and uh, you're forced and you're really forced and you can't, and then as soon as you kind of let it go within 20 minutes or something, the answer just, just arrives. So it's other part of your brain, your subconscious or your right brain has been, uh, uh, you know, working on that problem while your left brain or your analytical brain would try to, you know, solve it or whatever. And sometimes you just have to let these things go. So without getting too far into that, the contemplator I'd say in this thing is to disregard is to say that sometimes the best thing to try and work something out or to the best thing to try and solve something is just to let it go and let it not necessarily, I don't mean like let it work itself out in the world or just stop trying to work it, but a part of you, a part of your brain to come up with a solution that you're not going to get by attacking it analytically or intellectually or trying to problem solve. So don't pay attention to something. <laughs> That's what. Rory, what's the best attitude to have with my music licensing goals? The master. Okay, so the master is the epitome of the per per perfection, let's say. So what is the perfect, how does the music licensing goal, what's the perfection of that? What is it if everything was right? Um, have that as a plan, really know what that is. You know, rather than just kind of a vague, I want to be successful with my musical license, license. What is it, the actual kind of perfection? And you could go into all the details if you want an exact number or whatever, but just try to get a clear understanding, picture, visualization of what it is you're actually looking for, what it is you want to do. Because I know that, like, you can have this kind of idea of success and it's kind of very broad. We don't really know what it is. We kind of hope we know when we get there. Or, you know, I want to be able to make enough money from this to live. But live in what way? Comfortably? Uncomfortably? very comfortably, too comfortably. And so just kind of nail down all the things. If you have a magic wand, what would happen? What would it be that would manifest? And then from that point of view, attack it magically, normally, mundanely, all of those things. Um, so the best attitude is, to, I suppose the best attitude is to see like, how good could this be rather than trying to get a little small piece of it or hope it'll work out. What's the really best version of this? Philip Wilde, what should I be aware of this month? The giver. Giver can work in two ways, right? You can give and you can receive. But uh, what should you be aware of? So transactions, be aware of tr uh, energetic transactions, physical transactions, possibly money transactions, anything where one thing is given to something else. So it would be like birthday gift, and you go, oh, that's great, I got this cool birthday gift. It's a PlayStation 17. Um, but now you're under an obligation to buy that person a gift back. So it's a contract that has been formed. So kind of have a look at any contracts that have been formed or any kind of unwritten rules that you have in relationships or, or that you are looking for. Like say that um, you buy someone a meal, bring them out for dinner. But at the back of your mind, what you really, you know, have that contract in your head that they should do the same for you. And then when they don't, you're getting angry. But they might know that that's the contract you have decided about. They just thought you might have been nice or whatever. So have a look around those types of things. Okay, am I going to be able to pronounce this? Nigetti369. Nigenti369. 
Nijinchi? Nijinchi? Are, are the J's wise? Anyway, or soft, whatever way you pronounce that. Oh, shut up, Tommy. I recently started a course in herbalism. I'm already really, really busy and wonder how will I be able to cope with the extra workload. So, is the question, will I be able to cope? Or how will I be able to cope? What, so what, what should you do in order to cope? Okay. The contemplator. Always so strange that the same servant will come up a number of times in a reading session like this. It's, it's in a sense, the same thing as I was saying to Grayson. Don't really worry about it. That's not to say not to try and solve it, whatever. It's just like kind of let, let, let's the part of you <laughs> that wants to work it out and be sure and really attack it analytically and rationally and have it all good on paper. And how am I exactly going to do this? What are the steps? All of that. Just kind of let that go and let a solution appear for it. You know, a, a different kind of solution rather than something that you can work out. Just kind of hand it over if you want to your your unconscious to come up with a plan rather than trying to rationally battle it out, work it out on paper, how it is that I'm going to cope with all this. You know, like, rather than seeing your solution as your timetable, which is a great solution. I've, I've started using timetables myself, but it's to see, just just kind of let it go for a minute and see what, see what happens. Just put it to the back of your mind and let a solution or a coping strategy appear. Andrew, my question for the servants. As the year winds down, is there anything I might have overlooked? A clue or lesson that I may have missed? Thanks. The master. Here we go. Um, right, what have you missed? A message from your higher self, possibly. Not a message, because we would have got the messenger. A calling from the higher self. Um, have you missed opportunities to be your best self? Have you missed opportunities to um, come from your highest order? To approach things from your highest order? Or to see things from your highest order? Have you seen things from your lowest order, from your shadow? Have you always been addressing the world, your relationships, or people from a kind of dysfunctional shadow rather than the perfection? It's more likely we're addressing them from our shadows because <laughs> that's how it works. And it's a lot harder. And it can even feel like you're faking it in a sense when you're addressing it from a higher order or from your you know, your best self. What would my best self do in the situation? Because there's a kind of a, an ego thing that can creep in as well that you're just kind of, I'm above all this. I'm too much to be, you know, I'm too spiritual to be annoyed by all of this or whatever. It's not that either. It's sometimes your higher order thing can come out as like something like the protester or something like that where it's, you have to get physically loud and rage almost. So have a look at what... Have you always been your best self? And that doesn't mean your, you know, your good self or your most pleasant self or your most happy self. Have you been your honest self? Perhaps. Max. What impact will these changes have on the world at large? Give these a good shuffle. Well, there's your card. The conductor. The conductor is about controlling your own life and your own destiny and playing, you know, your own song. And so, Rich, what impact will this change having the world at large? 
nothing. <laughs> in the sense of that it's worry about what you're doing. Don't worry about the world at large. Now control your own life. Write your own songs. Conduct your own music. Direct your own progress or whatever it is. Don't worry about what it does to the world. It's none of your concern. and It's just concern yourself with yourself. Be a conductor of your own life. Let the world conduct its own self. Craig, what archetype does J.M. see me as? The desperate. Uh, um, someone who's um, depressed, sad, overwhelmed, um, unhappy. Um, who finds whatever they're going through to be hard, um, almost unbearable, and not able for something. Safira, what should I focus on this month? Cards jumping all over the place. The mother. So, if you're a mother, focus on being a mother. Too simple of an answer, though. So, earth element. Look after um, your homestead, your nourishment, your, um, you know, the simple things. And then they're not simple because it can be quite hard, but like um, the roof over your head, the, the bills being paid, the, um, you know, eating well, drinking lots of water. Saving or whatever it is that you know you be financially responsible to let's look after the earth element the material world look after the material world be aware of the material world and all that you have to do in order to nourish and be safe and looked after and all of that, those things Natasha what is the key to this story Okay, so it's the desperate. The key to the story is sadness and overwhelmment. Um, loss. Um, let's say heartbreak, but desperation, crying. Unable to deal with things. You've been overwhelmed. That's kind of the key to the story. It's not nice. But that then the key, I suppose, to address, if you wanted to address that, rather than just understand it, would be to start from there. Um, and if you are overwhelmed, or if the story, <laughs> the person in the story is overwhelmed, or whatever it is, I love these uh, kind of cryptic ones, because I can, I can have no real understanding of the, of the, relation, of the um, situation, so I have to just kind of be quite vague. But it's, it's good, because sometimes you can bring a bit too much of trying to work out the problem rationally or intellectually. Um, the key to it is being overwhelmed and be 
being sad about being overwhelmed or feeling unable to cope. And so if you wanted a solution to the key, what's the opposite of that? Finding ways to not be overwhelmed and ways to cope. Do whatever it is it takes to not be the desperate. If that means things that aren't in the norm, what is acceptable for you or for your life by other people or by the world or whatever, then allow it to be acceptable. If it means sitting in a darkened room for two days working out your life, then do that. Coronium. Let me know how to best approach the remainder of this year, the best focus or direction to generally keep in mind. Gatekeeper. Look for ways to new places, new opportunities that are open to you that weren't previously, that are now coming, now becoming available. That you now have access to things that you didn't have previous. Or, let me see how you word your question. To approach, to approach the rest of the year as, rather than going, oh, well, like, that's, that's never been open to me. I can't read fiction. I don't watch those type of movies. I couldn't do that type of job. I'm not really a chef. I don't cook that type of food. To have the approach of that it's all open to you. Everything's open to you. All of these opportunities. You can be and approach whatever it is without restriction. See how that goes for you. Cook the food that you wouldn't normally food, that you don't normally not that you wouldn't normally do. Don't cook food that you don't like for the sake of doing it. It's like oh well I I don't really I, all I do is make toast and cheese sandwiches. I don't really make apple pies. And it's not that you don't want to make apple pies, you just don't think you're that type of person. Or that's not what someone like you would do, even though you want to. So make the apple pie. Apple tarts, as we call them in Ireland. Okay. Chris. Hope you, me and everyone else that feels it finds uh, out how to keep getting better at living with the sadness. Yes. Thank you. And I hope you do find out. If you do, let me know. How can I best take care of myself spiritually while I recover physically from a much-needed and long-awaited surgery? The giver. Um, gratitude. And this kind of thing of giving something back. Uh, so you got something good. Much-needed surgery, say. So there's some part of you that feels the need, or should, or is compelled to, or do it be something good in doing something equivalent for someone else. Now, did something, did someone help you to get the surgery? Was there some sort of thing involved? Is there some way that you can pay something forward coming out of that? Or even take aside from the surgery, just in general. Um, take care of yourself spiritually is by being a giver. And also, I suppose, the, the, the opposite of that is, is being able to receive help too, being open to receiving help. You know, to, to, to not close yourself off uh, from these kind of exchanges of give and take, of generosity and, you know, receiving and giving and all that. To be open to all of that, I think. Okay. Abraxas, what's up with these little guys? Good question. 
What is up with these guys? These little guys. The witch. Um, magic. Weirdness. Something. There seems to be that rather than saying that they themselves is up, you know, that the magic, that's the thing, is that the something in a sense is the weird itself is messing with them. That there's something happening that's kind of, there's a trickstery, that, that's, I'm going completely kind of off an intuition on it, that there's a trickstery type thing, there's almost like a bit of fun being poked at someone or something. With the trickster energy, of course, it's not just trickstery for trickstery's sake. You're not just poking fun at someone to have a laugh. There's always a reason behind it. That's usually revealing a truth. So, what's up with these little guys? There's a truth being revealed about something. That's the answer that I'm giving you a practice. Cat. What would be most helpful for dealing with something troubling me from the past? The levitator. Okay, here's an answer you probably don't want to hear. You have to let it go. How you do that? It's much harder. So levitators are rising above the situation, right? seeing it from a different perspective. So something troubling you from the past. Relive it or relook at that situation and remember it, but not as you. Remember it as someone else. By that I mean remember it as from the peop other people who are in the situation and see if that changes the perspective of it and try and get it, you know, if something bad happened to you, try and come from the other person's point of view. Now that can be horrifying too because if something really bad happened to you, you don't want to go into the kind of soul of someone pretty nasty or whatever. But if that's not worthwhile doing for you, not something you want to do, have a look at it from, you know, someone else's point of view, unconnected to the situation. Like if you were talking about, if someone came up to you and talked about this situation to you, and you, you have no involvement in the situation, what advice would you give them? How could you see it from, outside, from a different perspective without being so close and personally attached to it? Um, yeah, so rising above it all, letting it go, seeing it from a different perspective, not, that you're probably not going to understand it from within it. Because you're, it's hard to be in, Hard to get out of, say, um, a situation by feeling your way out of it because you, you, that that keeps you in the situation, and in some way you have to get you pull yourself out of it in order to work it out because you're you're just not going to be able to work it out because you're you can be too hurt or too close to it or too attached or all of those things. So it's pull yourself out of the situation or the memory in some way, either by seeing it as the other person's point of view, as a person's not attached to its point of view, as if someone was talking to you about it and you had no involvement in it. Or from the point of view of, in 200 years, what would it look like? Uh, in five years, what would it look like? Um, what does it look like from the, you know, from the, from God's point of view? Or like, you can even get ludicrous with it if you want. What, what would it look like from the Earth's point of view? Or from the Moon's point of view? Or a certain character? Anything that just kind of can shift you from the perspective you have of the situation. That's what the Levitator's saying. There's, there's, there's a whole other, um, 
if you're dealing with actual trauma, gets you know to maybe think about getting counselling or therapy or something like that. That's from me. That's not from the cards. Um, all this stuff from the past is is hard work, and it, it, you know, be gentle with yourself. Don't try and force things. Don't try and get over things that you're not ready to get over. Don't try and face things you're not ready to face because that's what you're meant to do. You know, shadow work. Do all the hard stuff. Relax and deal with what you can deal with. And uh, look after yourself. Generally. Be good to yourself. So, good people of the internet. That's it for another month. As I said earlier, if you want to get in on this, just join the Patreon any level. And we do it at the beginning of every month, and you can see what it is that happens. Also, joining the Patreon helps me out, and it helps me to keep doing all the things that I do. And there's a number of things coming out over the next couple of weeks that I'm sure, uh, well, I hope that you'll be interested in. And uh, buying like the books, buying the decks, signing up to the Patreon, sending donations, all the things really help to keep keep <laughs> keep the steam the steam engine going down the, 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 uh, the track. So, um, be well. And may your best, may our best days be ahead.